Listen and stream the only talk radio, Freedom 106.5, for the only talk that matter. All right, once again, welcome back to Freedom 106.5 FM. 21 minutes on the upswing to 5 o'clock. Somebody says, stop giving you woman a hard time on air. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome, Michelle. Michelle, how do you pronounce your last name? Talukdar. Talukdar. Yes, I had a feeling that's why you didn't say it last time. <laughs> No, I, I wanted to say it, but I don't want to mispronounce people's name. Even though there are two things I don't fuss about. If somebody asks you to pronounce your name or to spell it. Yeah. Because the spelling of everybody's name differs. Well, my name before Talukdar was on another tongue twister as well. So, I was used to that. Really? What was yes. the name before? Fornelier. Oh, so, Fornelier, people who not saw too it bad. written couldn't right. pronounce it. Or if I said it, they couldn't spell it. Oops. You are, a, you are a hot mess? Yes. So, Fornilier and, and pronounce this one? Talukdar? Talukdar. Talukdar. Yes. I mean, it's not a bad name. I don't have a problem with it at all. No, it's it's straight from India. And happy Indian arrival day to everybody who's observing today. Perhaps. So, you, you have a full Indian name? You, you, get, you get original thing of the boat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Talukdar... Uh, our guest chef this afternoon as Sean is unavailable. Mm. You know, Sean celebrating today. Happy birthday, Sean. Mm-hmm. I think he batting a half a century. <laughs> Call him this morning earlier. I say, hey, you know you and Henry should be the same age. <laughs> <laughs> I see he was around downstairs when downstairs was a track. That bush on the two sides. He didn't have a building there yet. But he started laugh. I say, yeah, boy, you're old. Yeah, you're you. all his business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say, no, you and so. I say, me, but I way behind me few years <laughs> don't look for company with your ball head you stay by yourself brats. so you know he's taking a little drive up in the east somewhere up in the east coast having a time enjoy sean yeah boy fella boy drink a beer for me and call my name so today we're going to continue our versatile vegetable series as we deal with the potatoes is potatoes we dealing with today yes potatoes, potatoes. no i mean how you just call it potatoes what, what is it potatoes potatoes yeah, in Trinidad, potatoes. Mm. When last year, when last year you see you climb a potato tree? <laughs> That's a trick question, right? <laughs> Catch a man today, you know? Really? What do you mean? Man, oh the man tell me, he, you know, people use a stone mango. Yes. When the potato ripe, he's a belted and Oh get, my goodness! Yeah, 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 yeah. You're feeling. <laughs> and then I came here on radio, you know, and I asked the question, and a man called me, he said, "Oh God, David, oh God, that is going to grow weird." I show people, I was like, "What?" For a minute, I thought you know people was got a bit confused. Yeah. And then they catch you, you know, you can say what you want. <laughs> and then they catch you. So I mean, what we could talk about potatoes, girl. Um, you are a chef. Listen, mm-hmm. potatoes are one of my favorite things to work with. They are so versatile. Truly embodies the title of this segment. Really? Yes, of course. You find versatility in potatoes extreme versatility off the top of my head mashed potatoes well that's my favorite gratin what is gratin tortilla gratin is when you cook the potato in cream and some cheese in the oven wait so how, how you do it? cream and some okay how yes. you doing that you so have to boil it first no what you would traditionally do is slice the potato very thinly so you get a mandolin or a very sharp knife very thin slices and you layer it in a baking dish Oh. And between the layers, you can sprinkle some cheese and you put your cream and milk mixture. Um, some people put egg in the mixture, but that's not necessary. Okay. And you cover it with that mixture and you bake it in the oven. When it comes out, it is moist, creamy, done. Lovely. Yeah. Yes. And you can eat that with some broccoli. Of course, with anything. Carrots, yes. Some salmon. And it's even better with sweet potato. Hmm? You can do the same thing with sweet potato. Really? Yes. Sweet potato gratin. Hate this show, you know, but I gotta get hungry now and I can't eat. I, I just can't watch Cooking Network and then, you know. Yeah, don't and watch food that. Channel. I just hungry. can't watch them thing, but I started to get hungry and get vexed. Because I, I want to eat. I, I want to taste that. And even in the world of frying potatoes, mm. there are many options. So you could just straight fry your potatoes from raw. You could parboil it first and then fry it. You could parboil it or steam it and then fry it twice. You fry it first at a low temperature. And we call that blanching in culinary, even though it's oil and not water. And then you fry it a second time in, in at a higher temperature. And you get different degrees of crisp versus fleshiness on the inside when you employ those different methods. So we are just on the tip of the iceberg of how versatile potatoes are. 
I would think all oil hot. <laughs> I trying to figure out, you know, then, well, there's a kind of cooler oil and this oil yes. more hot. Yes. I think it was when the fire under the oil, the oil hot. Uh, different degrees of heat. One would more cook the potato, the other one would just fry it where it's colored quickly on the outside and crisp it up quicker. So, yeah, man. Yeah, we call that tempering your oil then, knowing how hot to go. Hmm. But both of them burn the same way. <laughs> Eventually, yes. Okay, just at different speeds. At different speeds, yes. but you get born the same way. Uh, all right. Yes. I, well, look at that. I, I truly learned something this afternoon because I didn't even understand what is blanching. I, I thinking, you know, um, you peel potatoes, mm-hmm. slice it up, mm-hmm. throw it in the pan, put some oil, fry it. But then it always soggy. Yeah, yeah. That's And that depends on how hot your oil is too because if you put the potato in and it, you don't get an instant bubble, it your oil is not hot enough. So the potato will tend to absorb the oil. Oh. Yes. Oh. Have you tried to make fries for your kids in the morning mm. and did that? Mm. I didn't sound good day, you know. <laughs> mm. But the thing is, mm, I didn't sound good day. But here it is. Um, hmm. Is it that the oil must be, the potatoes or the fries, mm-hmm. uh, the oil must cover it? Or? Yes, yes. So it must yes. be submerged. Yes, you need to deep fry it. Oh, it must be deep fried. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. All right. And then boiling. How do you boil your potatoes? Well, um, I peel them, mm-hmm. and I, I would cut it in half. Right. If it's really big, if it's then cut it in half, mm-hmm. slice one of them in half, and put on some water. Put on some water on the fire and chill in a minute. All right. So you heat your water up first. You no. You put it in cold, warm or hot water. Miss Lady, I fully put the potato in it, put it on the fire. All right. You pass the test right there. Do you know how many people put the water to boil first and then put their potato or their any starchy root vegetable in? You, you, you have to start boiling it from cold water. Yeah, I boil from cold water. Yes. Really? Yes, yes, of course. Because if you put it in boiling water, what uh. would happen is the outside will cook a lot faster than the inside and mm. then you would find that your potato is breaking up on the outside but it's still kind of un- undercooked inside when you think it's ready so that is one technique that you know as a chef you must definitely get a handle on that and so i was doing it right yeah yeah i natural I, I thought i was lazy no 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 <laughs> and somebody tell me when you want to boil macaroni you must um um, or spaghetti or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Let the water come to, to, to boiling and yes. then throw it in. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's, yes. Okay, I'll do that sometimes. Yes. Not all the time. Fundamentals. But 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 the same it cook the same when I'm trading cold water and put it in the fire. No, that's what you think. Try it again and you'll notice a difference. What what difference is there? You try it. It cook faster? First of all, yes it will cook faster. But then the texture of the pasta as well will be different. Because, you know, we can tend to overcook pasta here as well, where by the time you finish and you mix up your pasta and the sauce is broken up. Right. So then yeah. here's the question. Um, if it's if you bring the water to boil mm-hmm. and you throw the pasta in, mm-hmm. how long do you leave it? The amount of time recommended on the packet. Oh. That is foolproof. Whatever the packet says. Well, I never really bag it, no? Always works. Usually between 8 to 10 minutes. For so, most types of pasta. So you always bring the water to a boil yes. and then throw your pasta in. Yes. And keep it at a boil. Don't turn it down after. No, keep it at the boil Let for that particular yes. period. And I never read a macaroni packet or a spaghetti packet. <laughs> I had to read it next Yeah, time. because I mean, there's some things that you've done it so often. You, you know, you just have an instinct and you know when it's done. You could always check it to see when it's done. But for anybody who is uncertain, the packet will guide you where pasta is concerned. Hmm. All right, so here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we use, we are used to Irish potatoes. I don't know. What is the difference with Irish potatoes and, and, and English potatoes? <laughs> and Idaho potatoes? Well, one is grown in Ireland, one is grown in England, and one is grown in Idaho in the US. So That's a major difference right there. So... Within, so that's just the region where the potatoes grown, and then you have the types of potatoes. So you might have one of the common ones is russet. So the Idaho potato is a russet. A russet is a color, mm-hmm. right? The skin looks a little rough and it's kind of brown on the outside and earthy. Mm-hmm. And it sort of has a slightly honeycomb kind of pattern on it. Those are russet potatoes. 
So you can have an Idaho russet, you can have an Irish russet, for example, you know. So yeah, you're really looking at the, the types of potatoes and there are about seven or eight main types. Seven? Or eight main types. Huh? There are others as well, but the main types. All right, so tell me, what do you what are you familiar with? English potato. Right. Um, so, and if the packet says Idaho, right. I, but I notice, I notice some potatoes are more money than others. Mm-hmm. So I would think that's the one that you import. So you have to pay tax on that and duty, so you have to charge more money to the supermarket. And then they have those where it has been a little trough. Right. And then you pick up your you pick up your thing and you trade right. in your bag. Those are also imported. We just grow potato in Trinidad. Only sweet potato. Are the only potato we just grow? As far as I am aware, yes. If we have any farmers listening, y'all can chime in. But as far as I know, sweet potatoes, yes. So all them other potatoes will be buying. Yes, yes. We're, as we're imported stuff. In. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could we grow potatoes in Trinidad? Is our soil? I think yeah. I think the soil composition and climate. I'm not too sure how favorable it is for those other varieties. Because hmm. p- potatoes originated in the Andes, in Peru, in Peru. Mm. So they were able to grow at really high altitudes there. So I am not sure now if climate, with climate change and all that, if it is possible now. Because I have seen on social media, there are p- few people who are growing grapes and getting the grapevines to bear. Hmm. Hello, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, baby. I'm going to say So I just... Misha. While you're talking about potatoes. Yes, yeah. we grow... Um, the Irish potato here, but it's more done on trial mm-hmm. and in terms of um, getting the variety to actually grow in Trinidad seems to be the problem. So in Jamaica, they do it um, more often than us. So it's ending up adapting um, the climate as the guest there was saying. And potatoes would have been originated from Peru. There are 3,000 varieties. In Trinidad and Tobago, in terms of potato, there is around 11 variety, 11 to 12 variety here mm-hmm. in Trinidad. So in terms of that aspect, and we import, in terms of the potatoes, we import somewhere in the region of $200 million in potato. And basically, most of that goes to companies that are serving these um, fast food, baby. Mm-hmm. And you guess, yes. Right. All right. Yes. Yeah, so they, they are the large consumers of that potato. Makes sense. Interesting. All right. Thanks very much, Kareem. I don't think yeah. that that would have touched a bit about, uh, on the etymology of the potato, mm-hmm. you know, the history with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we t- we touched a bit on that. Um, I didn't know it was so much different types, but I only know three. I know it's all that type. Yeah. Me, no toma- uh, me, me tomatoes. Potatoes mm-hmm. grow at a high altitude too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you have the red potato, yes, the red skin, right? Then there's purple or blue potatoes. You ever saw those? Blue, yes, they're very skinny and small, and the, f- the flesh looks purplish, bluish, almost like an indigo color. So and the skin is also the same. What are we going to do with our potato? Eh? You could do the same thing, it cooks a little faster, but you can do similar. I, w- I mean. I would not personally make a mashed potato with that because after you boil it, the, the, the color is not so attractive anymore. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah. It looks like, like, like some, like some doo-doo in a play day. Something very undesirable. <laughs> <laughs> well, today is Indian Arrival Day and as we know in Trinbigo, and I say that, you know, because it's Trinidad and Tobago, we just cook curry in a bit. And potatoes, as we know it, Mm-hmm. The other side of the fence know it as alu. Yes. I mean, is it that there's different ways to cook that curry potato? Or curry alu? Or well, one way? my way of cooking it is the I take my way. handbag, I go in my car, and I drive to my <laughs> favorite roti <movie laughs> shop. That's how I cook. I walk into that one, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know... I am sure every household has their way of cooking the curry potato. Yeah, not everybody can cook it though. Some people say you must throw seasoning in with the curry when you're patching the curry. Some people make the curry in a paste first. Some put the curry powder dry in the oil and then they add a bit of water. So I would love somebody to chime in. Somebody like, you know, Shanti? Shanti? Yes. She is an Indian woman from South, I believe, and she's featured on Foodie Nation's videos a lot. She cooks different local Indian cuisine. Mm. She looks like she cooks from foundation, you know? Mm. 
So if somebody like that can chime in and say what is the authentic way to cook our curry potato? Well, I don't even know if there's if there's an authentic way. To be honest, with the, <laughs> with the diversity in which we um we colonize in this country and yes. we cook, I I I don't even know if there's anything authentic or or right. This is the right well, I way. I should say traditional. Maybe. I don't want to go traditional. As I said earlier, I'll tell you why. Traditions, not all traditions mean it right, you know, because yeah. it's traditional, you know, no, and yeah. mean it's good, you know. You have good traditions that is good and wholesome, and then you have bad traditions. I didn't touch on any. Somebody messaged me and said, David, call some bad ones. Now. I'm not calling none. <laughs> Let's keep it positive. That's right. I tell people, if anything that you're doing traditional does not affect with man's law or contradicts the higher law, which is God's law, then you're good to go. Because what if the tradition is to come out and children over the age of two, we to behead them. If that tradition, that conflicting with man's law, like murder, that conflicting with God's law. What if the tradition is to, is to, is to interfere with them at the age of nine? I just saying. So if tra- tradition, out the window for me. Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that ancestors would have practiced that is not cool, someone good. And then if you want to tie that in with cooking, oftentimes you would have traditions in cooking where in the past it was done that way because maybe of a lack of something else. Uh, right. And, but it was passed down from generation to generation. So people continue doing it now without really thinking, why are we doing it this way? Exactly. So we're following things blindly. Yes. And that's wrong. Because I, I, I know my dad's father, they are from the country, they're from Blanchiches. Mm-hmm. So I think they make macaroni pie where he puts mayo in it, as well as the egg mixture with the, the milk. Mm. But when you think about it, mayo is mayo is made of egg, right? Mm-hmm. So why is it that... And I kind of tick too. Why is it that you were doing that? And then I would think, well, why are you cooking mayo? <laughs> because the egg would split. So, you know, it leaves me to wonder, maybe there... Maybe there was a lack of something else. Maybe eggs were scarce or one day the mother had no eggs. She ran out, so she put mayo in it instead and that became a tradition. Mm. You know, you never know. Somebody says, if I am lazy, I will cut up potatoes and place it in hot water to cook fast. (laughs) Is that, (laughs) does that work? Listen, at the end of the day, whatever works for you. If it comes out tasting the way you would like, that's great. But chef, you can't tell people whatever works for you. Yes, because... Food is, food really is more to fuel our body than anything else, you know. Mm. We just grew up with this this culture of food must taste good. That's how we were conditioned. Mm. That once you're putting it in your mouth, you want it to be palatable. That is, of course, ideal. But at the end of the day, food is to provide fuel for your body. So a lot of foods that we eat, we could actually do with cooking it less than we do and dousing it up with less of all the stuff that we put on it, all the oils and the paste. Yeah, but you see, the creator in what we to do it like that, then we would have been like a bunny rabbit and eating the same thing every day. You understand? <laughs> so you want, it, like, you want us to enjoy the different flavors, the oh, different... Oh, really? T- yeah. Oh, like I why see. he gave us taste buds. I see. Taste buds also help to save your life, huh? Again, more fundamental than for pleasure or didn't even look at that, that yeah. yeah because you might taste something like what something sour or acidic one time you spit it out and it may not be good for you exactly so i i i, I mean i'm not thinking about your five senses mm-hmm. which one you want to lose boy <laughs> if you had to <laughs> pick you one reach there <laughs> now I, I listen on the overdrive we i read outside the boxing i realize that very centric i i just just my mind is just, you understand? I just reach up in a kind of zone mm-hmm. if you ain't following. Somebody says, I would heat the oil, fry the jeera, mm-hmm. saffron, and curry powder, add garlic, shadowbenny, peppers, thyme, then add a cup of potatoes and salt. Mix well and add boiling water. Cover to cook. Right. That sounds about right. I mean, I've tried it many times and mm. somehow I just don't get that curry flavor in my potato. So I know it's something with the curry that I'm not doing correctly there. So you so that's as a why chef I just it. don't get our curry flavor. No. I, I am now in love with you because you can admit it as a chef. But ask me to cook something typically Indian from India that I learned there. I could do that, but I cannot yeah, but boss, seem boss, to get boss, that local boss, yeah, we're going on curry boss. potato flavor. Don't do try and jump all the things. <laughs> we don't catch you already. You can't cook curry and you say it on national radio. So Curry potato. The local way. The local way. Yes. So you, you can cook it in the in the, the, the uh, India Pakistan way. Or? India. 
in India, yes, yeah. in India, yeah. I don't know what village you have in India. Oh, many. Well, call one, uh, you know. Mumbai. Ah, you can go get the Mumbai. Yes. Oh, okay, we, we, just so we go on to a commercial. Talk, talk, talk. Is streaming at freedom 106.5.com. Um, welcome back. Now, the show is here to that text the whole message. <laughs> We're still here, but you know, as it's, as it's Indian Arrival Day, we still touch on a little bit of Indian music and um, share the culture with everyone. So, what do you say? What happens? The whole song you're gonna play? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get carried away. I and the chef talking off here, here now. So, don't fight up, don't fight up. But a lot of persons send my message and say they enjoy the song. Anyway, 10 minutes after the hour, 5 o'clock, we continue inside Tasty Tuesdays. Big up Sean, chef, uh, chef Sean Spencer, wherever you stand in the world, celebrating your day today. Blessings to you, my brethren. Right now, we have Michelle, a very competent chef. Yes, hi, I'm back. That can't cook curry potatoes, but we're good with that. She can cook other things. But we we're good with that. We are not perfect. So I have no problem in... Well, yeah, why I big you up today and I reach here? Yeah? I never hear a chef come on this program and tell me he can't do that. Even <laughs> if they can't do it, they're going to lie. <laughs> but you are very honest and I can appreciate that. Yes, yes. I can appreciate that. It's very that. important. We, we all live behind a lot of smoke screens. Yeah. I like the honesty, man. I like the honesty, you know. But I think um, um, curry potatoes, curry on a whole, it's something, boy. What, what is, what, what's with curry and hurt in your belly? They say if you don't cook the spices all properly, oh. that, that, that's when you could end up in some stomach issues. Oh, yeah. it's a spice thing? Yes. All right, all right. I didn't know that because I was often wondering, is curry bad? No, 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 no. You yeah. have to cook it properly. Hello, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Baby, it is not the spice, it is the oil. So wait, wait, hold on. Are you a chef? Hydrated, hydrated Brethren, are you a chef? As a toy, being oil and stuff, what you really use to cook with curry, that is a no no. Are you that a- would ride your stomach from here to high heavens. So if you use coconut oil, I guarantee you you will not be able to be getting that uh, indigestion problem open. Okay. Yeah. All right. And of course, um uh curry potato is so easy. You just cut up the potato. If you want to do it like like last time you would have done it, you leave it like so take out some of the starch. And of course you go from there. Just like your curry, not chicken, or no? Well, I'd, I'd ask the chef, can you curry chicken? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's similar. And in, in terms of, um, <laughs> you have to leave it saucy. You don't want to do it too dry, dry, yeah. dry, dry. You want to have some sauce inside it. So it will be um, um, good to go with whatever you're going to eat with it. Mm. Well, All right. right. I, I, anybody who wants to challenge me in terms of um, with, where what I said we had you said oil is going to sting your stomach, I want to hear them take out it because I have eaten um, curry potato from a lot of places and I, I know when they are using hydrogen oil is going to put in your chest or your stomach. Anyone you want to put it? All, All right, David. Right, I, I know that you are. Um, well, the same potatoes are rich in antioxidants and stuff like that. That's fact or fiction. I actually cannot confirm. No deny. No deny. I uh, I love I that. I know fiber for is sure. It's one for sure. Yes. All right. What about Fibers. purple? Purple, but the same um, purple sweet potatoes. You heard about that? Yes. I think. Oh, yeah, purple sweet potatoes. Yep. The, the like when you peel it, it's purple. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Like the, the cabbage or the onion? Yes. Yes. Well, never seen that. Um, and then you have um, fingerling potatoes, so they look like a swollen finger, that kind of tubular shape. And really, yeah. Well, somebody now texts here and saying that that last caller there, you know, what you're talking about. Well, it is not the oil, but it is the spices. You must fry the curry spices well. So I don't know. I was going to ask me visa chef because <laughs> <laughs> Kadim. Somebody else come and say, boy, hey, Tata, you talk, boy. <laughs> Let the callers battle it out. <laughs> yes. But, um, so good. I, all right. Hello, good afternoon. Uh, I don't want to go in the battle, but I want to challenge the caller. You see spices, baby. Uh, Eating with spices. Meaning you put spices in water, you steep it and you could drink. Most of our spices, and even some of our herbs come like that way, right? Mm. In terms of what that person is saying, they, that is not necessary, so... <laughs> I, I am telling you, I am telling you, it is the oil. And even if I get my, my mom and another person to talk about it, who know about it, well, they will him. tell you it is the oil. Well, get them to talk now. Send a yeah. message, let them call me. I'm, I'm, I'm not yet close to them right now. I am separate from them. But I, I can tell you personally that it is the oil. While I, I look at a lot of people who are cooking, right? And they always say, 
you have to burn the curry, burn the curry, burn the curry. Mm. But I know someone who makes curry, and in terms of burning the curry, they do it the opposite way. They don't actually burn the curry, no. Mm. They mixing the curry with the chicken or whatever they are making, and you will swear that 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 curry will not burn your stomach. Wow. And I've eaten from them already. So it have a lot of different traditional way in terms of how, and this is a traditional way he says that it was passed on. And so it, it depends in terms of how you look at it. Mm. But I want to tell you, you see where spices is concerned? Mm. Um, a lot of spices can be steeped. And if we're going on that, that talk there that you have to... <laughs> somebody now say, somebody now message man, tell me, message man, tell me, they're not sure what you're saying, Nina. <laughs> okay, well, uh, 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 the, the texter, um, we could agree to disagree. All right. <laughs> yes, yes, like yes. we, we could agree, agree to disagree. So, so what are you saying? We have a curry segment or could he? Could he? You gone? All right, could you come in? They say, what are you talking about? They, they ain't too sure what you're talking about. Another one says here yeah, um, that they only started using coconut oil five years ago and uh, they cook potatoes the same way. If you fry the curry spices properly, mm-hmm. if you don't fry the curry spices properly, you will get a runny belly. Do you want to rhyme for this thing now? <laughs> Hello, good afternoon. Maybe you must. It must bond the curry. Well, you uh, have to bond it in the oil. If you have bond it in the oil, it must bond the test. Well, well, all right. I cook in. The, look, I know cook. Look, I cook curry chicken. I eat in normal. They say you have to make sure the curry is cooked well. So you, you, you bond it in the oil, and you try it when it's dry. Then you see the meat. All right, all right. All right. Thanks. We hear you. Yeah. So I mean, as we continue our discussion on potatoes, I mean. Tell me some of the ways that you would have prepared potatoes in the past um, in dealing with it. Um, where is the... Yeah. In terms of preparation. Right. So, um, I remembered when I came on the second, you were saying, well, you know, you could just boil potato or fry potato or bake it and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I told you, within each of those categories, we have... It's very multifaceted. So... There is Spanish tortilla, right, which is also known as a potato omelette on this side of the world. So, yes, that is one of my favorite ways to have potato because it brings back a lot of memories of when I studied in Spain, right? I lived with a host mother. Um, She was Spanish. She did not speak a word of English. And I had to live with her for the first year of college life Mm -hmm. so that I would just, it it helped me um, integrate into the culture a little more gently and safely. So she would make that for breakfast. That is something Spanish people would have for breakfast or even for lunch. Right. So what you would do again, you slice your potato thinly or you can cube it and you fry it up in some oil for a while. You're not deep frying it this time, more of a shallow fry. When the potato is about cooked, you take it out of the pan and you get some eggs, just like you would make get eggs for an omelette. And you whisk it up, you season it, you could put onions in it if you want or whatever. And you put your potato in that egg mixture and then you put it back in your pan. And you can you let it cook on one side on the stove and then you shove it in the oven to finish off on top. That comes out really fluffy, almost like a baked potato cake, if you want to call it that. But it's an, a potato omelette. And in Spain, tortilla. And all the bars that serve tapas must have tortilla and of course every village who has the best tortilla every household who makes the best tortilla so wait 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 you peel the potatoes yes because i go and try this eh? yes this is tasty i, I go and call you too eh? so you <laughs> peel the potatoes mm-hmm. and you slice you it you can slice it thinly Thin. or you can cube it oh you cube it all right either way i, I think i'm a cubic i think i'll be so i'll cube it mm-hmm. and, and what i do i boil it yes you, sh- you shallow fry it so you're not for how long until they are cooked so you will just have to stick your fork or your knife in it. Oh. Once the knife so goes you're not deep frying. No, so you're a not shallow fry. Yes. Once it, it it gets that golden brown and it's and cooked. And it's cooked. You scoop it out. Scoop with it a out. Slotted spoon because you don't want to. You don't, you want, don't want the oil to come out, yeah. right? You and you'll out. drain out some of the oil in your pan because right. when you're gonna put back the egg, you wouldn't need all that oil. Right. So you drain out some of the oil. Yes. Use a non-stick pan. <laughs> the oil. Right. 
And right. if you and then so you you take your your potatoes and you put it in your egg mixture first and then you turn that out into your frying pan. Oh, so so when you when you finish do the the, the, the potatoes mm-hmm. cubes or whatever, yes. you take it out mm-hmm. and you crack your eggs in the bowl. In a in, in, in a bowl. separate bowl, yes, separate whisk bowl. it. Season it up. Season it up. Mm-hmm. Whisk it. Mm-hmm. Whisk it and season it up. Prep it. Yes. And then put the potatoes in it. Yes. And then throw it back in the pan. Yes. And you let it cook on one side. And you can... The easy way is you, f- you f- take a pan and you put it in the oven to finish on top. Because the top side needs to cook as well, right? So... If you cannot put your pan in the oven, then you need to be very dexterous. You have to get a, a plate... A plate that it fits over the circumference of your frying pan. You place the plate over and you flip the pan over, and then you slide it back in. You get an oh. individual visual. Okay. Yes. My because frying pan heavy, you know, it's a non-stick, but it's heavy. Because yes. you have to turn over your tortilla so the other side would cook. So it takes some skill. And I saw my senora; she would do that with almost one hand and a cigarette hanging out of her mouth, because I she guess she had though. been making that since she was. God well, knows how long. Yeah, here she's talking about where Spain is with Spain. Yes. Now Misha was born in Trinidad and Tobago, eh? correct? Yes. Born and raised in Trinidad and Tobago. And um you know, she would have obtained her bachelor's degree in Spanish and maths um in Switzerland and switch gears and focus in the culinary arts where she trained in France, pursuing French culinary and wine education and pursued an internship at Michelin Star Restaurant in Burgundy, correct? Yes. Where's Burgundy? UK? Burgundy's in France. It's in France, yes. okay. I don't know. Under and then you moved to UK where you worked for two years at a well-known bistros and restaurants. All right. Yeah, in Essex. Oh, you was in Essex? Yes. And then decided to complete a master's in hospitality at the, how you pronounce this? Le Roche. Oh, the Le Roche in Switzerland, continuing yes. her culinary arts in Mumbai, India, and eventually returned to her roots in Trinidad to focus on the culinary work, consulting, and raising a family. So you travel all over there and you still come back here, right? Yeah. Somebody called you, know? <laughs> you had a high school love, you come back to them? <laughs> well, no, I actually had to import, well, I mean, he doesn't take offense to this, but I imported my husband. <laughs> he imported him? <laughs> he actually came back, to, he came from India to Trinidad, yes. Oh, yeah, brought him in? Yeah, well, he came a year after. <laughs> oh, yeah, like you're bringing your car? I didn't smuggle him in. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. You know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> Totally unplanned, you know. That's you know, the last thing I expected. But to bring in ours, but yeah, import your husband. Look at all people just import car. Okay, <laughs> I know. I know people remind, they, they was living in the states and they came back home and they bring the car. Yeah, of course. I so mean, you bring him on. What's the problem? <laughs> Davy. <laughs> I tell you, don't come on this show, you know. That's like playing mass and free powder, you know. <laughs> the show different, you know. We just call it and we see it, you know. You understand? I'm looking for sponsorship for Maggie, you know. <laughs> and they might like what we're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, I just want you guys to know how educated this young lady is. I mean, and well-traveled, well-learned, uh, learned individual in terms of culinary. And the thing about it is, when I look at you guys as chefs, um, spent uh, Sean and other guest chefs I mean I'm happy that you was able to return today because you are somebody that was etched in my mind as well you know in terms of cooking you are one of the chefs that cooks you you cook right yes of course because some chefs don't cook but you you cook I cook every single day almost well you have a family so <laughs> yes you almost some of you is one food every day hello well, good afternoon <laughs> hi good afternoon Davy, and to your special guest mm-hmm. good afternoon you know what you'd make me call you say so you import your man <laughs> <laughs> you, part you, like. <laughs> you, you know yesterday i wrote about indian arrival day on my facebook i said i love my country i will travel anywhere and i will come back to my country i love my country i love my people you say freedom radio mm. i live in freedom country and I love all her style of cooking as concerning the curry. Mm. I don't know if you would know that, you know, long ago when people used to have a baby, you used to give them saffron to drink. They grind it and they boil it and give them it to drink as a clean out. So mm. people who want clean out when they, when they eat the curry is a clean out they want. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, think about it. Because think about it. Is the, um, all the other um, herbs that they put in it doesn't give it the color. It's the saffron give it the color. 
And when it is you need a clean out, the curry give you the clean out. So get, take this as a blessing and some bills saved. <laughs> All okay, right. Davey. All right, sweetheart. Thank you very much. Six two seven three two two three six two five two two five seven. Or send me on WhatsApp to three zero six one zero six five. Hello, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon again, Davey. Yeah, hey. last, last caller is correct. Correct. Uh, Safran goes into there, and same thing as him. I was saying in terms of eating, but she said you to give the baby. Anyway, I don't want to go back there again with that caller. <laughs> caller, and what I want to ask your guest here uh-huh. in terms of, in India, I want to ask you. How do they do their curry in India? Oh, well, I don't even know if we have time. <laughs> they, no, no, no. In, in terms of, do, do, do they burn the curry similar like, like, like us here? There are so many different methods. It depends on what part of the region you go to. So some of them, they may cook it dry. There are others where they would do a paste or they would actually make it more watery than our paste. Oh, okay. It all depends on, on the region and, and what, what kind of dish they are actually making. Right, and the process. So let's say you put the pot on the fire, you put the oil, you put in the curry. Is no, that the no, similar actually, way they do it? it the, the foundation with them is onions. They fry their onions until the onions are right. almost Right, you, you know I was asking you that? Because my sister-in-law is from Bangalore. And when she came here, um, she came a couple of times in Trinidad, and she says, uh, in terms of how we cook our curry, she says they don't do it like that. In terms of how you cook it and uh, and it has to be and you have to cook 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 they don't actually do that and even though if you go up on there's a lot of indian channels on on youtube if you go up there you will see how they, they don't even burn their curry similar to us and they don't have the indigestion problem that we have in here but that's a whole different topic yeah, yeah, <laughs> i don't want to tell you of course but i just wanted to see that yeah in terms of saying each cultures um from different territory or different demographic have their way in terms of cooking yeah uh, yeah all okay. right all right, thanks. Uh, Texas is now saying here, um, I just hot my oil, burn the garlic, I mix my curry in water, then throw it in the pot. And I let it um, blow for about two to three minutes, then I put my potato in it. That's the standard, I, I would say. That's what I have experienced, I've been told and read. So you're, you're hot your oil. frequently. No, what you do, um, this person say, hot my oil and then burn the garlic. Um, what the burning garlic pot? I don't know if everybody does that. Mm. That's something I grew up um, with, but I think that was to change the flavor of the oil. Oh. If the oil was previously used. And then uh, I mix my curry in water and then throw it in the pot. So you mix some curry in some warm water or whatever. I've seen that. I've and seen that on online recipes. Throw it in the pot and let it, <coughs> I don't know, some blue. I mean, I would say, I think they mean cook out. Oh, well, right. Maybe a typo. For two yeah. to three minutes and then put the potato in it. Yeah. But the potato cook go in as you peel it or you had to boil it first and then put the potato. No, no, no. I don't think you have to boil the potatoes. You just put it, put it in. Put it in. But the, mo- the no. most common I've seen is you cook onions for a little while first. You don't let it get brown. Then you add your garlic, pimentos and your chopped seasoning mm. and your curry paste. That's what I see most frequently in videos and what people have told me. And oh. then you add your potatoes and your liquid. If you're putting your chana in, you put your chana in as well at that point. Would you have to boil chana first? Well, yes. Or, so you burst or your chana? Tin ta- or canned chana. Right, yeah. and you put it in the, in the potato yeah. at least around that time yes, while yes. you're curing the potato. Yes. Or all that going in the pot. And some recipes, they add a little bit of garam masala um, towards the end of the cooking. Mm. That garam masala, I find, gives it a, a better flavor. So I tend to do that. Somebody says that that Spanish omelette is the first one I learned to cook in our first home economic class at a Rima government secondary school back in 1982. Wow, look at that. Way, boy. Wow. It was the bomb. We grated cheese Mm -hmm. on top and placed it in a salamander. Okay. So the salamander is a grill. But it's a grill that would radiate heat onto something. So you put it under the salamander for the cheese to melt most likely. And get a little brown, probably. But this person went to school in 1982, boy. That's the I was born. Well, <laughs> yeah, no. Then mommy was around when the two... Well, you see, but that's, that, that road going by the school, mommy was a track. Oh, gosh. We had to walk to the track to go to the school. Mommy was not a road in them days. You are so moving along when it comes to the think ages. <laughs> 82, you know, you, you, and you in a Rima senior <laughs> you, you in Homek, you know. Hey, boy. There were people before us. Yeah, yeah, wrong, long. This 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 particular texture, they are wrong, long, boy. Yep. 
What is your favorite um potato dish anyway, Devi? I love a mash girl. Yes. I really love a mash. Yeah. I like a well nice seasoned mash. I don't want it soft. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it too uh, stiff. Yeah. It must be creamy with a little seasoning. It must I love I love a mashed potato. Listen, Hot. I have a peppy for lumpy mashed potato. I don't like yeah, I don't like lumpy mashed potato. I went to a food establishment over the weekend mm. and there's my garlic mashed potato on their menu and when I got it, it was such a disappointment because it wasn't lumpy intentionally. You oh. could tell that it just wasn't crushed properly. Yeah, and boy, that I can't do that. Very off putting. I can't deal with that. I I I love I love French fries. Mm-hmm. Why we call it French fries though? Boy, that that yeah, that is one of those things where there's absolutely nothing to do with the word itself. The yeah, because itself. Uh, it's like why do we say pineapples and there is no apples <laughs> in the pine? <laughs> but we say pineapples. Yeah. You know? I mean, if teachers teach Well, not that, eh? but if writers write why doesn't fingers fing? <laughs> I just saying. You it doesn't make sense. Are always taking it too far? No, I just saying. Uh, um, teachers taught, then preachers brought. I I just saying. You know, it should be. <laughs> you study this. <laughs> it should. <laughs> it should be. It should be. I don't know something like that. Now I said, well, you know, boss, I laugh. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean, we have, we are talking about curry in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, chef, what sort of curry dishes? Have you made yourself and, you know, do you think it's traditional for our culture in this part of the world? Okay, I will start with my favorite, curry mango with the amchar masala, the black one, not the green one. Yes, yes. I have fond memories of Saturday nights um, watching Sunny Spoon. I don't know if anybody Eh, remembers eh, that show. Sunny Spoon. And my mother used to make, although she swears she can't remember, but she used to make curried mango Mm. and palori and we would have that. My absolute favorite. Do you remember Sunny Spoon? Yes. I yeah. mean, well. Yeah, wrong. I mean, it no way. <laughs> I don't remember this storyline or anything, but I definitely remember Sunny's. having that. So, curried mango. I can make that extremely well. Uh huh. Okay. All right. So my curry it. chicken is fine, and I tend to do my curry chicken more Indian style than, well, one of the Indian techniques than the local because they use a lot more spices and tomatoes in their gravy. So I like to do it that way. Um, I like to put coconut milk in my curry chicken as well. I know not everybody uses coconut milk in their curry, but I just think it adds a richness. I agree. To I agree. The sauce. I agree. So I love that. So are you, are you doing coconut milk powder? No, 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 no. Um, I would either use the fresh coconut or I would use the box coconut that is just the pure milk because some of them are mixed with powdered milk. So you have a box coconut. Box liquid coconut. Li- liquid. Yeah. You could use. Wait, really? Did I sell that? Yeah. I think um, I don't know if we're supposed to call our brands on air, but um, call our brand now. Caro. Caro. Blue and yeah, uh, blue and white box. A blue and white yeah. box. Okay, I'll look into that. Or you could use the, can- the canned um, grease or one of those. One canned of those milk. canned yeah. milk. It's right. richer, you know. I, I always thought you know you 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 break a coconut, dig out the coconut, slice it up, put it in a blender, blend yeah, it up. Yeah, if you have time to do that, go yeah, right ahead. I really walk by. Exactly. <laughs> You see that squeezing out the coconut milk part? I mm-mm. you can't do that. I, yeah, I I um I'm done with that. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, there so are some. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. There are some dishes though that I definitely will use the fresh, fresh coconut, coconut. For. Yes, Kalalu, for example, I must use the fresh coconut milk. I can't do it any other way. I feel as if I'm being unfaithful to Kalalu if I do I that. I know, right? Yeah. I remember when I was growing up. I mean, we ain't talking about kalalu. My father had, didn't like pumpkin in the kalalu. Okay. He was real boring, boy. <laughs> I don't know if it was a baji looking for. All he wanted was kalalu with the okra and some onion. Well, um... No, put nothing else in it. Well, it, 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 um... No, nah, not me. Kettle, colon, pork. Hey, not Mr. me. My comfort I, food was cornflakes and milk. Well, it still is, huh? Mm-hmm. With a teaspoon. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that. So you're trying to stretch it. Well, in growing up, right? I didn't have a big family. It was uh, me and one sister, my younger sister. And my parents would make um, groceries or go to the supermarket at the end of the month and make groceries for the month. You know, mm-hmm. families, no, you can't do that. Yeah, make groceries every week. Yeah, you know. But before, one month used to survive. Now, different. But anyway, so they make groceries and stuff. And they buy one box of Kellogg's. 
and stay fresh milk so that was it that was it and that breakfast would hit that corn that box would last for two breakfasts or two breakfasts rather not breakfasts sorry two breakfasts wow two it was me my mom and my sister so we get up she decides we're getting that cereal and milk for breakfast this morning it lasts for two breakfasts that's it by the second morning we eat that again it box done milk done and I used for the whole month until they go back to the grocery again. So what you would have for breakfast? No, all these other things. You have sausage, you okay. know, br- bread and different things. But that was a fave of mine, you know. But it would last, as I said, for only two okay. breakfasts. Hence the teaspoon you wanted to make sure so you could stretch the experience. And I like how the thing used to taste. Yeah. So as a grown man, if I want to go back into that, that way or feel that particular way, I would... um. I would engage in that. But what are the what, what about you? What's your comfort food? Yeah. Um I did say before about the lentil peas to chicken and rice. And then I gave it some further thought the other day uh. because I told you it evolved over time. You yeah, know? because so you are the kind of thing <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So um I would say these days my comfort food um it's actually not healthy but fried chicken and coleslaw you see coleslaw oh i couldn't i could almost not eat a meal with coleslaw anymore <laughs> i love 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 coleslaw and i challenge anybody to challenge my coleslaw the coleslaw bad so of course with my hands tied and my eyes closed so i didn't bring someone else going because it's an arrival day <laughs> well i mean i think i'm the only person who's eat curry with coleslaw and the Brits. That's why I picked that that yeah, combination. Up. I never hear that one way. Curry and coleslaw. Yes, obviously not roti, yeah, with rice. <laughs> Curry and coleslaw. And roast potatoes. My uncle in England. That's how he used to make his curry. He would make curry lamb with rice. He'd put the potatoes in the lamb, mm. and he would roast potatoes, and they make a big tub of coleslaw, and it actually went down pretty well. So, yeah. Hmm interesting mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are probably thinking blasphemy but everything tasted good so why not have it together My listen I am all for the new challenges I not even go and watch no face I just never heard of it yeah you know um, that's like eating a curry roti uh, let me a curry roti now that's like eating a roti with ketchup <laughs> and they bite your roti and they put some ketchup on it <laughs> you know what I mean that's how I see it <laughs> <laughs> eating a roti with some ketchup and no mayonnaise. Fair enough. All right, that's how I see it, you know. But if that is what you like, you know, that is what you like. You know, I'm watching the intro for Sunny Spoon here and I think it to myself. Oh, somebody said, think to walk your belly, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Run. <laughs> that combination just off, boy. It just no, all day. It don't just all knock day. it. Don't knock it till you tried it. Eh? Yeah. Try it. Wow. I probably gotta look at it. I'll Why probably, not? Uh, Let's ask that question. Why not try it? Why not try it? Let me ask this person. Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm hearing you. Let me ask you something. You ever eat curry and um and, and wait is curry and coleslaw? And coleslaw? Well you're hearing what she said. Oh uh, right. Curry and coleslaw. Who does come back? Well, we're talking on radio here. I do. On Tasty Tuesdays. And the chef on the show said that they're eating curry with coleslaw. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Because I always have wow. coleslaw in my fridge. You better take care of the girl belly. Walk. Because you with mayonnaise. That is the same thing I say, girl. No. That is like curry and milk. Yes. Oh, oh you're eating curry with ketchup. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and some, and some, some mustard. <laughs> Once you cook your curry out properly, don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. Once your mayo cold and your curry cooked, you're good to go. All right. Just before you go, caller, what is your method in cooking curry? Let's like say you're going to cook some curry chicken, curry potato. How do you cook? How do you prepare and cook your curry? Well, my curry, it has to be well prepared. Um, for instance, I will go with my, my potato and chana. I cook in my potato and chana. But how are you, how you preparing the curry? How are you doing it? 
How I prepare it, I cut up my potatoes. I have it there washed ready to use. Mm-hmm. Um, I will put my oil mm-hmm. in my pot. I put my garlic, let it burn a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Then it's still my curry in water, in some water. And you pour it in. After you pour it in, you let it cook properly. So when you put... Then you throw in your potatoes. Oh. When you throw in your potatoes and your potatoes start to cook, you add a little salt because potatoes suck everything up. Okay. Right? You must add that salt early so you can start to draw into that potato. Then, as you go along, you can add more garlic. Then you make your, your I call it a pump. Mm. Right? You have your pimentos, you have your garlic, you have your shagabini. And you put it in coming down to the end of your potato. If you put it in too early, it boils out. It tastes nothing. Oh. You know, coming down to the end, you add it. And then you let it kind of cook down. And then so far, nice and massage coconut milk. Coconut milk is a must. Well, right? it, well. And then... Some people say it's optional, but you use in coconut milk. I agree with you because I, I, I find yeah that coconut milk that you will take. Okay, that's a uh-huh. first for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, thank you very much right. for sharing your recipe. We'll talk after, okay? You're welcome. All right, bye. take care, bye. So I mean, using the coconut milk is good. Is good. Somebody say take a next year one time. <laughs> Does anybody year. else put coconut milk in their curry potato? Yes. I find this very interesting. Yeah. I know about it in the meats, but I don't know about it in the potato. Somebody say coconut milk is a no-no. Nah, I agree with coconut milk. I, I know people who just use the coconut I milk in the curry. I don't the average roti shop puts coconut well, milk I don't know. in their potatoes. I find the average roti shop will probably not do that because it costs them more money. It costs them more money. And I have a quick question for the roti shop out there how come y'all don't put enough channel when you say channel i um, know right always be alu which almost just very overcooked and then very little channel i One know or two. i know i like the channel too the, i want the potato and the channel it's like the channel went in tongue and then come back <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah you know you, you go these roti shops i mean they're selling in these little portions now and in order for you to get a proper meal you have to buy two portions in the chicken the chicken i remember i walk into one particular establishment i ain't go and call the name on air but Listen, you see, you know, you know, a, a, a wind ball. Yes. Right. Yes. The circumference of a wind ball, mm-hmm. the bowl, a little smaller than that. Oh, smaller. Smaller in circumference and depth. But they have three pieces of chicken stick up in there with some sauce. I so when you go, the gay bowl, the gay one chicken with the thing in it, it's in that little bowl. They have it bowled out, you know. Wow. And then they just some, some, if it's some channel or whatever. Bo- and they, and they tell you that I bust up shot. And I watch wow. that and they're charging you big money for that right. in this particular establishment. So you need to change your establishment. No, well, I only buy it once. I never saw that. Yeah. To this day, I was doing it up in Arima. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I just ain't calling anybody roti shop. <laughs> but I'm telling you, they're very disgusting. <laughs> they're very, very disgusting. You understand? But the thing about it is, I mean, the, the, the culture in Trinidad and Tobago, as we wrap up our discussion here this afternoon on this good Indian arrival day, is curry, curry, curry. Nobody eating pale out today. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon again, David. David What's up? As somebody who does buy roti not so often, but what I can tell you is that the cost of these things actually going up. Eh? So, so once you look at the prices of some items, a chicken roti used to be twenty five dollars, it's now thirty five. Yeah, but I talking this post um pre pandemic, eh? Not post. This was before COVID. Eh? This is a while back I talking about. I talking about 2017, 18. Abaga Chana is around three, five something to six hundred dollars, somewhere around that area. But you have to look at it. If if you depends on what you are buying, you would be according. So let's say basic um, potato chana and chicken with the the roti that should be around fifty to thirty five dollars. If you are taking mango with that, you will pay additional money. That will be about forty dollars. Simple, simple by just adding mango. It's true, so it's true, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they, they charge you. But they have some places who put um, the mango and they just have one flat, like 35, like one flat um, thing, but you just have to be some mango. You have So it's all about that. But I can tell you there's a lot of roti shops in this country that don't have no taste. Mm, for real. A lot for of real. people don't do because you see, they, they minimize in terms of um, putting ingredients. And of course, they're all blaming it on. Um, COVID and, and of cost course of the living. expenses yeah. and yeah, yeah, through the yeah. roof. But yeah. don't worry, Davey. When you want to go to routine, I will link you up in a couple, a couple months. Don't worry. So, so long? Months? 
Don't worry now, don't worry. You're but importing it from India. I'd say that, 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 that route would be coming on an indentured ship or what? What's going on with that routine? It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Wait, well, I'm holding it to that. Am I, am I going for the next Indian arrival day? Oh, yeah, I might get yeah. lucky with the Wally come early next year, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bridget. <laughs> Another one says, um, that, that same routine shop I was telling you about, mm-hmm. a Texan now hit the nail on the head, go to the front of the class. They yeah. call, they say that song in like, and they call yeah. the exact routine shop. Okay. So that routine shop exists. That I'm telling you. Hmm. People stinking up in the narrow shop. I'm telling you that when you go in there, that is what they're doing. And this texter said the exact thing. She called, oh, yeah, I seen a female. She called the, the exact roti name, um, roti. the name of the shop. And that shop is what doing that. So when I talk in here on the radio, I feel like just making jokes for people to laugh. I real thing. You know what I tell you? The wind ball mm-hmm. or, the, or the flannel ball or whatever it is called. On front of that ball, the bowl. If you put the, if you put the ball and you put the ball, the ball was still uh, the ball ain't going on in the bowl. The ball on top of the bowl. Wow. Understand that? And yeah. they put they stick the chicken on top of it with some sauce and they give you that. Hmm. Yeah. Switch. That was telling you real. I mean, real mediocre. And that was before the pandemic. I'm not talking post pandemic. You know, this is pre. It's before. I discovered that. I saw by. I only, I mean, I went there once. And and I buy it and I see that and I say not again. Yes, once bitten, twice shy. Oh, you mean. So, Davey, if you had to choose, right, between potato or rice as your main starch to potato. eat for the rest of your life. Potato. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love really potato. Do, yeah. I really like potatoes. It's easy to eat. After, yeah. You know? I love potatoes. It's soft. And it's, to me, it's more fulling. Yeah, of course. It it's is so more fulling. It's starchy and fibrous. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, i I thinking about it. But one of the things I'm definitely going to try, and I promise you I'm going to do that, okay. is that, um, the Spanish tortilla. that Spanish tortilla thing, boy, I'll go in and try that. Yeah, it's a nice breakfast, I find. When you have the time, you get up yeah. and you want to have a nice hot breakfast to feed the family. But how much eggs you have to do? Anyhow, you could do... Yeah, um... Like right, if, you, if you're feeding four people, you might want about four to five potatoes and about six to seven eggs. It depends yeah. on the size of your eggs. Yeah, you yeah. need some good eggs. And Maybe then, eight eggs. And then, how much, and then you have to make that one at a time. What do you mean? The, the, the tortilla thing. Well, it depends on the size of your frying pan. So, if you're using, uh, say, a 13-inch frying pan. You see? I ain't cutting you. Yes. The person now message man said they're doing that since in the 90s. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's a while they're doing it. Really? The ridiculous. Wow. And people still buying. And I they stop. still around. I stop by, boy. Yeah. I stop by. Potatoes no good, especially if you are diabetic. It spikes your sugar level. Chef? Yeah. It does? Yeah, because but it's, mean diabetic. it's starchy. And the the... Conversion to glucose with mm. the potato is higher than other root vegetables. Well, I am not diabetic, so it ain't about me. I eat him with potatoes. Unless otherwise known, you know, I I um I will fix that. Other than that. Well, I mean everything in moderation, right? Well, I always say that because lettuce is good for you. Greens. If you eat it every day all day. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you have to eat it with moderation. You know, I, I like roti and avocado. As in the roti skin and avocado? No. What's a chicken roti right. and I put avocado in it. Okay. This is a first for me. But um, but you had curry with, with, with... But I wouldn't knock it because I love avocado. So why not try both? Why not? No, I, I dead serious. Yeah. I, I... So you yeah. open up your roti and you put the avocado hey, hey. in it and fold it back. Hey, hey. Okay. Hmm. I don't have that patience. If I'm eating a roti, I but just you don't look like that. You kind of... You know, you don't. You look like a very patient woman, you know. I am, but you see, when it comes to food, that patience turns to passion, mm. which becomes impatient. And I'm supposed to be staying away from flowers, so the cheat days are when I would have roti and stuff like that. So I don't want anything hindering that that interaction. <laughs> the cheat days. Yes. Yeah, but days it is cheat. <laughs> Almost every day. On the diet. <laughs> So is it medically? Medical? Yes, okay, yes, medical yes. reasons. I'm right. intolerant to the wheat. I get headaches and stuff like to that. To the meat? To wheat. wheat. Oh, wheat. Yeah. In the oh. Flour. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, then stick to the potatoes. I am really going to try that, don't know. Let me know how it comes out. I am really going to try that. That's something like a meal at my head. So you don't need no bread with that, nothing. You just eat that alone. You can have that with bacon. You can have it with some nice sausages. Um, the Spanish will have it with steak. They have that for breakfast with a thin slice of steak. God That's my. what they have in for breakfast. And some Let me ask you something. Peppers. Let me ask you something. As we wrap things up, we want to say much love and thanks to the entire team for 
putting together for some, another fantastic edition of Tasty Tuesdays. Of course, we are chatting with Michelle um, Talukdar. Talukdar. Or Talukdar. Talukdar. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Mr. and Mrs. Talukdar. Yes, All right. got it. And what's your husband's first name? Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Simon! <laughs> you know, many people are disappointed. Well, I, I, I look at myself, kind of long name I can't pronounce, or, or the spelling going one way and half the, half these no. the letters and they're silent. No. no. So it's Talukdar. Yes. So it's Michelle Talukdar. Yes. So imagine if you would keep that maiden name. Hmm. Yeah. Michelle Fornelia Talukdar. No, I make no sense, boy. Poor kids, they need, they have to learn to spell their name. Simon, big up you, boy. All the women who married a man and keeping maiden name, I say fireborn that. If you want to keep your maiden name, stay in your father's house. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. So, I mean, um, I'm definitely going to try that. And I want to say much love and thanks, you know. But what do you eat for dinner? Now, I'm not minding the business, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it out there. I'm not, right. I'm not trying to be fast because I mm-hmm. say there are two things in this world you could be concerned or fast. But if you're concerned about things that don't concern you, then you're fast. Okay, so. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> so, where's this going? All right, this is going like this. You know, in Trinidad, um, some people just be like, you know, for, for dinner, they had to drink a cup of tea right. yeah, and eat yeah. bread or eat some biscuit. Yeah. Dinner. It, Listen, I eat food for dinner. Why are we talking and about, I man? I eat my best at dinner. At because dinner. Rainy day is too busy. Were I busy or not? Yeah. Whatever you cook for lunch, please make sure to have enough so that I get for dinner. Yeah, that's a wrap. I eat food for dinner. No, I don't go and eat flour and make Cooked some sada roti or make some bake. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I agree. Dinner is the same thing I had for lunch. Just warm it back. I good with that. I don't need you. You know, unless the food was we had unexpected visitors, some mm-hmm. guests pass through, and we get them a plate of food or whatever. Whatever it finish, then we had to make something for dinner. Yeah. And more than likely than not, you ain't come and have me no cup of tea. <laughs> But you are supposed to eat lighter and earlier before you go to bed. I agree. Yeah. But you ain't going to have me no cup of tea <laughs> and five cricks. That's, uh, yeah, that's more like supper. And I think... Uh, it's not, not, what is supper? What is supper? I think supper is between... Um, it's between afternoon and dinner. So when is brunch? Brunch is between breakfast and lunch. Okay, between breakfast and lunch is brunch. Yes. And between afternoon... To and dinner yeah. is supper. But we don't observe supper in Trinidad, in Trinidad. So that's not part of our culture. That's non-existent. And so I it's straight dinner. And in older times as well. Right. You know, like in my, um, on my father's side of the family, even my mother's side of the family too, you know, go by grandparents, they want to hit you some cup of tea. Come and drink your tea yes. before. You might not. Listen, listen, listen. Me no baby. Some hot, All my teeth working. Hot cocoa tea. All my teeth working. Right, let me get something to bite. Or warm milk. I don't want that. I have that in the morning. You know For me to drink tea during the course of the day, I had to be sick. I'd be ill. And, you know, if I wake up in the night watching television and there's nothing in the kitchen to eat, I might make a cup of coffee and drink that. But I am not no tea lover. I drink tea whole day. So you, you would not wind down with a jasmine tea or a, a chamomile at night so you could get a good rest? You're not that... It depends. Okay. If I feel a little up there with you now. So me and you in the room, we're talking and... You say, babes, are you drink? I might sip some with you. But it would not be my first go-to to okay. the kitchen. Alright. It had to be something, um, oh gosh, the word just eluded me. Special. No, no, not special. Ah, when it, when it, uh, encouraged. Okay. It All has right. to be an yeah. encouraged tea. So you would come in, just saying, using you for example, and you say, babe, you know, let's have some camel, have some camel tea here, make some for me, you want some? And I will partake. Because you encouraged me. You influenced me. So I'll say, okay. But I ain't come and recommend it. Okay, that's fair enough. I ain't come and recommend it. You're willing to try. I will try it. Because you brought it in. But I ain't come in and do it. And, 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 and whatever I make for lunch, that is my dinner. Yeah, most times. I'm not in this nothing different. And, and final question for you. How long, I mean, you're thinking that I could eat, you know, people cook a Sunday lunch and they eat it for Monday. Mm-hmm. Some people eat Sunday lunch that they cook on Sunday as far as Thursday. Wow. I think Tuesday is a stretch. As in the same thing every day as I think Tuesday is a stretch. I'm I am i I'm mind tell me between I'm mind tell me but I eat, if it went it in the fridge, I ain't wasting that and I eat that up until Thursday. Something wrong with you? What I'd like to do is cook two different kinds of things so I could juggle it because I will get bored of eating the same thing consecutively, you know? I think if you cook a good Sunday lunch, I will and it have I would eat it for Monday. If you cook something Tuesday, I'll eat that for Wednesday too. I don't mind. I will give you a blight 
on the third day. Mm. So I eat, you cook it Tuesday, I eat it Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. But uh, Thursday one, yeah? don't come back Thursday evening and bring the same thing. No. I just say, I can't, I can't go down that road, boy. Yeah. Wait, boy. I mean, I hear the man say from Sunday lunch, you eating it up until Thursday. Way boy. Well, I don't even cook Sunday lunch at that extent. <laughs> Sunday lunch is whatever I feel like throwing in the pot at that point in time. Well, so I want to know better, you know, you know from here, so you go take that. <laughs> you want me to import that fella, so you know, you can't buy no children out here, man, and tell him that. He tell him, hey, hey, come here, come here, go in the kitchen. <laughs> and then I married a chef too. What? Yes. Yeah, so I think it's gold. Of course, anything I make will be good enough. I agree. Uh, Michelle, I want to say much love and thanks for passing through and repping for thanks our... Thanks for having me, guys. Of I course, it. of course. I mean, I did offer the invitation and I was very happy when I was told that you were coming back. It was great vibes, great fun. We got yeah. a chance to really, really dig deep into the Indian culture with terms of the potatoes. I learned a lot mm-hmm. and I'm definitely going to try that Good. for real. Right. So, folks, that's a wrap here for Tasty Tuesdays. On today, it's actually the 30th. We have one more day in the month of May and then the sixth month begins in the year 2023 and not 1962. Remember, they say love at first sight is often cured by a second look. But once you fall in love with Davey Murray, trust me, you will never, ever, ever have to look again. Until the next one, when you miss me, I'm gone. Talk, talk, talk. Is streaming at freedom106.5.com.